Hey, welcome to the Transforming Life Church podcast. We hope this encourages you and inspires you in your journey with Christ. So sit back, relax, and check out this week's message. Hey, welcome everyone. Thanks for tuning in this week. If we have never met before, my name is Kyle. I'm the lead pastor here at Transforming Life Church, and uh, we're so excited uh, to be hanging out with you today for online church. Uh, do me a favor, uh, throughout the message, let's talk down in the comments uh, below. Uh, love to, to hear your thoughts uh, about things, so, so let's do that. Uh, do me a favor, share this on your own personal page. Go ahead, right now, down at the bottom. Hit the share button, hit the like or the heart button, and uh, let's encourage some other people out there that may be on your uh, friends list. Some of you, uh, we don't even know if you're watching or not, and you can let us do that by just commenting down below. If anything, just at least say hi or throw out a, a, an emoji or, or something to let us know uh, that you are watching um, today. We've been in a series the past few weeks called Reboot, We're talking about rebooting our mind because there is a battlefield that plays out in our mind between the truth of God and the lies of the enemy against us. How are your thoughts today? How have they been over the past several weeks? How are they in the middle of all the pandemic pandemic uh, craziness uh, that is going on? We want to help reboot your thought life. And so hopefully you've learned some things throughout this series. We're going to close it out today and uh, we're going to talk about a message called The Place of peace. Let, let's talk down in the comments below. Come on, uh, share your thoughts with me uh, this morning. When I say peace, what comes to your mind? When I say peace, what comes to your mind? Many of you are going to flash back to the 70s when you were a teenager or when you grew up. So you're thinking, peace, man. You know, what, what do I say? What do you think when I say uh, peace? Uh, as you're commenting down there below, uh, what comes to my mind is quiet. Uh, right now, with the kids at home all the time, I could use some quiet uh, and some alone time. That would be awesome. But, but, but I think of quiet. I think of what the old country song says, knee deep in the water somewhere. I think of being out on the beach, with the wind blowing through my hair, right? And uh, some of y'all, you can laugh at that if you want. Uh, but, uh, but I think about being at the beach and just relaxing in a chair uh, with a Mountain Dew uh, in my hand, right? Uh, I think about being out on a boat fishing. Come on, Roger Wren, where, where are you at this morning? Uh, I think about being out just fishing and, and relaxing. Um, I, I think about uh, a little bit deeper. I think about being in a crazy situation, but knowing that God is right there with me and having his peace in, in my life. Come on, where, where are you at this morning with uh, peace? Do you have peace? Do you need some peace uh, today as we talk through this concept and this idea of the place of peace, because maybe you need some peace right now. Maybe you've got some, some negative thoughts and, and you're dealing with um, a battle in your mind. I want to help you find that place of peace in your life today. We've looked at the Apostle Paul throughout the book of Philippians, and he's been talking and, and, uh, and giving us some great insight on where to get peace in our minds. Um, we've talked about this battlefield going on in our minds, how um, you can't have a positive life if you have a negative mind. And the key thought throughout all of this, and hopefully you've caught on to this, is that your life is moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Your, your life is moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Your thought life ends up playing out in the way that you live uh, your life. So let's go back to Philippians chapter 4. We're going to look at verses 6 through 9 uh, today. The context of this letter that Paul writes to the Philippian church is from prison. 
Uh, we see that he has a very deep connection to this church in Philippi, and, and he has just this great love uh, for this church. This church has supported him multiple times, and, uh, and he has this really deep connection to this particular church. And he's writing, think about this for a minute. He is writing about how, how he's having peace even while being in prison, even while being in the craziest of situations and circumstances, wasn't what he had planned. He was on his way to Rome to preach, and he finds himself being put in prison. Maybe you're feeling like you're in a crazy situation right now. Maybe you're feeling like in the midst of all the pandemic and the stay at home and, and maybe you, you find yourself unemployed right now because of the job situation or maybe even before all this kind of took place, maybe there were some things going on in your life where you just were not at peace. Uh, maybe, maybe you can relate to Paul here in, in, in his situation and the craziness of what's going on. But even in the midst of him being in prison, he can write to us about not being anxious. He can write to us about having peace. He can write to us about fixing our thoughts on God and all that he is. So think about that as we read through this and as you process why you may not have peace in your life or how you can get peace uh, in the situations that you find yourself in. But let's go to Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 9 and read this together. Do not be anxious about anything. Again, mind you, he is writing from prison. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by what? By prayer. You need to underline that in your Bible, right? You need to highlight that on you version uh, in, in your Bible app. You, you need to write that down somewhere, right? Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, it's above our understanding, it's beyond our understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the peace of God will be with you. Jesus, we love you. Father, if there's anyone out today that needs your peace, God, you are the Prince of Peace. You, you, you give us peace uh, like no other, Lord. And, and we just ask right now, God, for your peace. Lord, in the midst of all the stuff going on, we, we need your peace. God, if there's people going through some storms in life right now, God, we, we, we call peace to their life, to their heart, their soul, their, their mind right now, God. Lord, we seek you. No matter what we go through in this, may we seek you and learn to trust in you and allow that to bring peace in us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, peace uh, be with you today. Come on, get, get you some peace today. If you need some peace in your mind and in your heart, are you having runaway thoughts? Are, are, are you dealing with some irrational worries? Or have there been some events in your life or maybe the events of, of everything that's going on in the world today? Is that causing some fear and some anxiety uh, in your life? Are you, are you worried about, are you a student? You're worried about your grades right now. You're worried about what, what is to come in the next school year. Uh, maybe you're in college right now and you're trying to navigate, you know, finishing school, but then what's next school year going to look like or, or however that looks. Many, many students had to leave their campus and they, they either had to go back home or, or they had to find a place to, to stay till all this plays out. What, what, what do you might, what might you be uh, worried about right now? Are you trying to find a job? Maybe again, you found yourself unemployed with everything that's going on. Are you trying to find a job right now. Maybe before all this, you were trying to find the right job. 
Maybe the, the, the perfect spouse, you're out there looking to, to start a family, you're out there looking, or maybe, maybe you're worried about your marriage, you are married, and, and maybe some things were, were rocky. Uh, you have kids, and you're worried about how, how they're navigating all this virtual school and all this that's going on. What's next school year going to look like? Maybe you're dealing with some worries about your kids. Maybe beyond that, maybe you're just worried as your kids grow up in this crazy world, um, are, are you worried about them getting uh, hooked up into the wrong crowd and into sex and drugs and all the, the bad influences that might be out there? Are you, are you worried about that? Are you worried that maybe you're not a good enough parent or a good enough provider for your family? What are some things that are burdening you uh, today? Is it your finances? Kids need braces. The kids have activities. We, we got to pay for, for this and for that. And, and we got to pay for insurance and, and just all the things that may be weighing down on you today. Maybe you've got some student uh, loan debt or maybe just other debt that you've accrued and you're trying to pay that down, but then something breaks and we've all been through that before. Are your finances, are, are they uh, giving you some worries and some anxiety today? Maybe you feel like right now with everything going on, you just can't keep up and you're tired and you're overwhelmed today. Come on, let, let, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about worry and let's talk about the mind. Again, your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest Thoughts. Anytime that you are afraid or anxious or worried or stressed, it compounds any situation that you may be going through. So really worrying doesn't help us in the midst of a crisis or chaos. Okay? There's this little almond-shaped portion of your mind. It's called the amygdala. Okay? It's, it's a part of your brain. It's the amygdala. right? It's the part of your brain that is wired for survival and it's responsible for fear. So what happens when danger comes along, that amygdala kicks in. And so it sends your body like this strong dose of adrenaline. So let me put that in, in some context for you. For me, many of you know, I do not like snakes. That's an understatement. I, I cannot stand them. They give me the heebie-jeebies. Uh, they creep me out. I can't even watch them like on a video. I cannot watch something on a nature show on, on TV. I just I can't do it. They give me the creeps. I can't go through bush gardens and go through that uh, you know cave-looking area where they have all the amphibian-type reptile situations going on. I, I can't do it. It creeps me out. It gives me chills. I can't do it. So, so if there is a snake, uh, either I'm avoiding that area or I'm just, I'm running, right? I will leave my wife and kids. You can make fun of me if you want to. I don't care. I've done it. <laughs> I will do it. I will. I'm out. If there is a snake, I'm gone. I don't care if it's a good snake or a bad snake or what kind of snake it is. I don't care if it's red on black, friendly Jack. I don't care. I'm gone. I am running out of there, right? Um, if you've ever been in a car and for some reason you had to swerve and, and it kind of freaked you out and you got that rush of adrenaline all of a sudden and your, your heart's racing and you, you're like super nervous, right? That, that's kind of what's going on in your brain. That amygdala is at work there. Yeah, if you ever heard a bump in the night and you felt like maybe there was an intruder or, or someone outside and so you, you freak out and you do want it to either you go hide in the corner and put the lampshade over your head and pretend like you're a lamp or you're like me we, we don't have guns in our house not that we're against guns uh, we just don't have them but we do have some baseball bats and I have some golf clubs and so I'm running to grab one of those and, and checking it out and my heart's pumping I'm peeping around the, the corner seeing what's going on I'm kind of nervous I'm kind of shaking at the door to, do I want to go out there and investigate this or not so maybe you've been through that. that that's the, the amygdala's at work and sending that adrenaline pump inside of your, your body. The problem with that is that alone, that amygdala is not objective. So it, it is hardwired to protect. So it, it needs help from another part of your brain called the prefrontal cortex. 
the prefrontal cortex is the logical part uh, of your brain. So if you hear a noise at night, your amygdala says, run, you about to die. But your prefrontal cortex says, just chill out. It's probably just the cat creeping around the house, right? So that's kind of what's going on at work inside of your brain. Without the prefrontal cortex, without that logical part of your brain, the amygdala is going to respond according to pre-programming. So in other words, I know snakes are bad and uh, I'm, already, uh, I'm already wired to, like, I'm out, you know? Um, and, and so that's kind of what's going on. So, so let's look at this from a biblical standpoint, right? Uh, Jesus did not say, let your hearts be troubled, did he? No, he said, do not let your hearts be troubled. When the angels announced to the shepherds that Jesus was born, uh, they didn't come out saying glory to God in the highest, stress and anxiety on earth. No, they said peace on earth, right? Paul here in Philippians chapter 4 doesn't say be anxious about everything because you're going to go through things. You're going to have your brain is wired a certain way. And so you're going to go through things. So, so just learn to be anxious. No, he doesn't say that. He says this. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God will guard your hearts and your minds. So whether it's a test that's coming up, whether it's a job interview that you might have, are you out there and you're looking, you're ready to get married, you're looking for that spouse and you're, you're like, have you seen her? Tell me, have you seen her? Right? Uh, if you're new here, I break out a song every now and then. Just, just roll with it, okay? But you're looking for your future spouse, you know? Or whatever it might be. If it's financial burdens, you're battling addiction, you're going through some sort of struggle, maybe it's marriage challenge, whatever it might be, pray. I know we know that. I know we talk about that. But isn't it sad that people wait till there's a, a, a tragedy or a crisis to start praying? Then all of a sudden, everybody's praying. Why do we wait to do that? Prayer is powerful. Prayer is the place of peace. That's where you're going to encounter God. That's where you're going to experience his peace in your life. Prayer moves the heart of God. It moves the heart of God. It changes things. And in fact, there are studies that show that when you pray, it actually changes your brain. Throughout this series, we've talked about how you can create neural uh, pathways uh, through your thinking, through experiences. And you can do that whether positive or negative, right? And so prayer actually changes uh, your brain. Decades ago, neurologists, they believed that the brain didn't change throughout adolescence. But uh, upon some more studies, it shows that it's continually changing, that thoughts actually change the brain. Again, those pathways, right? And so studies uh, begin to look into, uh, you know, the distinction between your brain and the belief in God. And it showed that prayer changes the brain. There is a doctor, a Christian neurologist uh, named Carolyn Leaf. She's got some fascinating uh, research on the brain and how it's wired and how negative think thinking it, it rewires your brain. And, uh, and she's an author of a book called Switch on Your Brain. And she writes, it has been found that 12 minutes of daily focused prayer over an eight-week period can change the brain to such an extent that it can be measured on a brain scan. Come on, I know we talk about how prayer changes things and, and we can quote that and we can, we can put that on a nice little graphic and share that around Facebook and stuff. But do you really believe that today? That prayer changes things. It can rewire your brain. Just as toxic negative thoughts can hurt your brain, Prayer heals and renews your brain, right? Uh, uh, Romans 12, it tells us to not be conformed to the ways of this world, but be to transformed uh, by the what? Renewing of your mind. Renew your mind today through prayer, through the truth of God's word. Be renewed in him, 
right? So, so why do we worry? Why do we panic? Why do we go through anxiety? What we do in those moments is we're experiencing the, the brain, it, it, the amygdala is being hijacked in that moment. And Paul would tell us that our mind is dominated by sinful thinking. I mean, what is worry? Worry is the sin of distrusting the promises and the power of God. When we do that, we deny the power of God. And so he says this in Romans 8, 5 through 6. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the Spirit control your mind, it leads to life. And what? Peace. Paul and other scripture says, take every thought captive and give it to God. So, so here's, here's what we can do throughout this. As maybe you feel some anxiety come on, as you feel some negativity uh, coming on, as you begin to worry and stress over things and over your situations. Here, here's some things, right? First of all, do what you can do. Okay, do what you can do. Uh, we can always pray no matter what it is. We can pray. Is it your finances? You can pray. And then what can you do from there? You can tithe and trust God with your your life and your finances and make sure you tithe and put him first and foremost in that area of your life. And then you can budget. Right. That's what you can do. Is your marriage struggling? Again, you can pray and give it to God. Uh, you can also do this. You can stop being a jerk. How about that? You can stop being a jerk and you can begin to serve your spouse more than serve yourself and your own desires in your marriage, right? Uh, that's what you can do in those particular situations, right? So do what you can do. Then give God what you can't do, right? So, so do what you can do, but then give God what you cannot do. So for instance, can you change your spouse or anyone for that matter? No. But God can, right? Can you heal your loved one who is dealing with cancer or some other sickness? Or you yourself, maybe you're sick. Can you heal yourself or others? No, but God can. Do what you can do. Give to God what you cannot do. And then trust God no matter what. No matter the outcome, no matter what happens, trust God through it. Imagine having a heart of peace, living a life of joy, having peace in your mind, and trusting God no matter what happens. Imagine what that is. Imagine what that looks like and that feels like for you today. It's possible. It's possible, but it is a choice. You have to choose to live in that and to trust God. Again, uh, if your life is moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts, do you like the direction your thoughts are going? If not, in order to change, you got to do something different. Pray. Pray, pray, pray until something happens. Pray until you begin to experience the peace and the presence of God. The problem for many of us is we, we, get, uh, we get ADD and we want to, you know, we, we can't sit still. <laughs> we can't sit still. We, we get impatient. We don't want to sit and spend time in prayer. We, we, want, we want God to be a genie uh, in a lamp. My kids have been watching Aladdin lately. So, so we want to be able to rub, uh, you know, the lamp and, and God give us all the wishes that we desire. But it doesn't work that way. Sit Focus on God and work through the worries that you have in your life and allow his peace through your times of prayer. Because if you don't control what you think, you're never going to control what you do. Prayer is the place of peace. It connects you with a very personal God. God is very personal. He loves you. He wants to be involved in every part of your life. He will walk through uh, every uh, part of your life, the good, the bad, the highs, the lows, the mountains, and, and the valleys. He will walk through with you every step of the way and give you peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He doesn't just simply give us peace. 
He himself is peace. Do you hear that, right? So when you abide in him, he abides in you. And when you're really going through things in this life, you can have peace right there. Even when things are crazy. You may know some people that's like, man, all hell is breaking through in their life. How can they be calm? How can they have joy? How can they have peace? It's because the God that they love and serve is right there with them every step of the way. When chaos is all around us on the outside, we can have peace on the inside. John 14, 27 says this. Peace I leave with you. This is Jesus talking. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So listen, because of that, right? Because of who Jesus is, because he is peace, right? You can be like Paul in prison and still have that peace. You can uh, go through craziness in life and still have peace. You can be in the middle of your mess. You can be stuck in the storm and still have peace because you know the one who is peace himself. He's Jesus. Come on, do you know him today? Maybe you don't know Jesus today. If you don't know Christ as your Lord and Savior, would you accept him today? Maybe there's some craziness going on in your life and you've tried to turn to this thing and that thing to to try to bring peace and rest to your life and nothing is working. Can you try Jesus today? Can you try the one who is peace today? If you'd like to accept Jesus into your life, I'm going to put a comment right now. That says, would you like to accept Christ? If you would, uh, can you like that comment? Because we want to follow up with you and kind of walk you through some next steps and talk you through what that means and, and certainly pray with you about that. Here's, here's how we can have peace through Jesus. Not only is he peace, but, uh, but what he went through and how he led his life when he was here on earth. Jesus faced enormous stresses, difficulties, and pain when he was here on this earth. I mean, just, just look at his life. Go through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and see his life and see the things that he went through and endured. We never see him in any of that. We never see him sarcastic. We never see him cynical or unloving. Uh, we never see him burn out. No one or nothing took his joy. He was focused on what God had him to do. If you look at his rhythm, if you look at how he lived his life, there was a divine rhythm to his life. And we need... To, to follow after that. Jesus is our model, and we need to follow after that, that rhythm that he had. So here, here's some things that he did. Uh, first and foremost, we see him pray a lot. He, he would get away by himself often and pray. He had a close circle of friends, the, the, the disciples. He, he did life with them. There was this uh, you know, community that he had with them. They did everything. They shared everything together, uh, and, they, and they, they had this life that they did uh, together. He engaged in regular corporate worship at the synagogue. Um, he fed his mind with scripture. Again, he would often get away to be by himself alone with, with God and, and be in his prayer. Even G- Jesus, who was the son of God, who uh, is God, right? Um, he even got away to spend time with the father. How much more do we need to do that as well? We need to engage in practices and in habits that connect us with God's grace, energy, and joy. These things, they will fill our mind with truth. These things, they will allow us to experience that peace that passes all understanding in our life. They will renew us. They will renew our minds. They will allow us to rest in God's peace. Come on, do you need that peace today? Do you need that peace today? Cover everything you do in prayer. Prayer is the place of peace. We're not going to be anxious about anything, but in everything, prayer and petition before God, present your requests and the peace of God that transcends our understanding. 
The peace of God that is above our thoughts and, 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 and our ways and the way that we see things and the way that we see this world. His peace that passes all of that guards our hearts and minds. Come on, if you need peace today, turn it to Jesus. Give it to him. He is peace for you and I today. Let me pray over you. Father, we love you. God, I thank you so much that you give us peace, that you are peace, Lord, that no matter what we go through in this life, we don't have to worry. We don't have to let our hearts be troubled. We can simply just turn to you and trust in you today, Lord, to allow peace into our life. God, may we put away the things of this world. May we put away the worries of of this world and spend time with you and focus in on you. Whatever is true, noble, right, praiseworthy, and excellent. All those things are you, Father. Let us focus in on you and who you are, God. And not worry about what's ahead of us, not worrying about what we've been through, not worry what could be, what should be, but God, simply trust in you and rest in your presence and in your peace today. If there's anyone out there that needs your peace, Father God, I pray that you would speak to them right now in this moment, God. Be with them, Lord. Draw near to them, Lord. Let your Holy Spirit, let your presence, Lord, invade their life today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Come on, if you need peace today, turn it to Jesus. Give it to him. Give your worries, give your, your, your fears, give every negative thought. Take it captive and give it to Jesus today. Hey, we love you guys. We miss you dearly. We are working on a plan to get back in this building soon. So we'll be meeting together soon. We'll be putting out some instruction here uh, within the next couple weeks about getting back together. It's going to happen real soon, I promise. But in the meantime, continue to check out here on our Facebook page or on our YouTube channel for more content. Again, share this. Share this on your own personal page because maybe there's some people out there on your friends list that need some peace in their life today and this could encourage them as well. But we love you. We miss you all. We can't wait to get together soon. Uh, We love you. God bless you. Hey, thanks for tuning in this week. If you'd like more info about our church, if you'd like to make a donation to our ministry here at Transforming Life, go to www.tlchurchpc.com. If you haven't been to our church yet, we would love to meet you. Come by for a life-changing experience. God bless.